0: Hey, Hannah. Well, hey, Kate. How's it going? You know, it's uh, It's going pretty pretty well. It's a lovely December day, and I'm spending it with
1: you, so uh,
0: no complaints.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow, I'm honored.
0: <laughs> so what do you have in, uh, in that mug over there?
1: Um, I actually have a turmeric ashwagandha tea. Turmeric which, ashwagandha? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. And it sounds fancy, but to be honest, this is my least favorite tea <laughs> that I have, mm. and... It's like fine, but it doesn't steep very well and it's all, it's not very strong. Oh, I know. So what you mean. yeah. So I'm trying to use it up so I can clear space in my tea jar. Mm. So turmeric ashwagandha. <laughs> mm.
0: What about you? Um, I also have tea. I have one of my favorite teas, so um you know, I decided to splurge a little, I guess, and treat myself to a favorite tea. Mm. <laughs> um, it's just an Earl Grey tea, very standard, but it's from uh, Harney and Sons. Mm. I love that tea brand. Yeah. yeah they're so good. Uh, but yeah, it's just a lovely little black tea in this cozy little afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. A little pick-me-up. A little pick-me-up after a long day. A <laughs> long weekend, long couple of
1: weeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Howdy, Howdy from Houston. Houston! I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we're talking about Christmas treats and some tips and tricks for some drinks and some snacks yeah. that won't make you feel like you're overindulging during the holidays and like you're still enjoying all of the holiday and Christmassy. Yeah, snacks and yeah, and keeping up your energy. and yeah. feeling
0: like you can really you know get out and get your Christmas shopping done and sit them home and have a great time with your family and not feel lethargic and run down and all
1: that. Yeah, and start the new year off strong.
0: Yes, start it off strong because yeah. it's
1: really important to get it started before January first, especially yes.
0: if you're a bit of a perfectionist and you're like, oh, I didn't get my New Year's resolution started until January third, so <laughs> everything's just out the window now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. More this on that right to come there. in a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Little teaser there. Mhm. Yeah. So, mm. Hannah. Yes, Kate. What is one recipe you really like to make? Well, um, actually, this
0: year was my first year making this. Um, bit of an inspiration from one of my favorite things that I would buy, like every Christmas season. Um, I loved the Chobani oat creamer, and it was it's a peppermint mocha. Creamer. and it's Ooh, really yeah. hard to find I feel like it's not one of the standard flavors or whatever that they sell at your standard grocery store like the places that I always find it are the are the kind of funky grocery stores like Aldi you know that are always selling kind of like surplus stuff yeah <laughs> you know
1: well i've only ever seen it once mm-hmm. when my mom bought it and like never again never in a yeah. grocery store because it's the oat milk
0: one you right know, it's not the, they do have the regular one that's like regular creamer which is great you know that's yummy too but for somebody who tries to avoid dairy mm-hmm. um because it is an unpleasant
1: experience
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's nice to have something else out there that you know it comes from um you know something that i consider to be a, a healthier brand, you know. And then um last year I was really, you know, taking a closer look at the label and there was just a lot of a lot more stuff in there than I realized, especially with it being oat milk, they add um, you know, some extra ingredients to keep it thick and to keep it, you know, hum- like homogenous and stuff like that. And you know, that's just stuff that I don't necessarily need. Um, so I was on a mission this year to make my own peppermint creamer because i love the flavor of peppermint at christmas time it's just one of my like favorite cozy feeling drink
1: yeah
0: i agree with you there it's so yummy (laughs) it's (laughs) chocolate and peppermint too yes chocolate and peppermint too um so this particular recipe that i found um you know i did a little google searching and uh found this i was really hard to find just one that was just peppermint a lot of ones out there are like peppermint mocha Mm. i was like no i'm looking for just just the peppermint maybe i'm you know in the minority on that one but that's (laughs) fine um so the one recipe that i found um and the reason why also that i wanted to find a recipe was just fair warning peppermint extract is very strong Mm. you need very 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 little to have a successful recipe with peppermint extract so the recipe that i found um looked like you know it's gonna be pretty successful had a lot of five-star ratings you know how they go um and it was really simple it was just one and a half cups of milk one and a half cups of half and half, uh, one tablespoon of sugar and one, or sorry, it called for one half cup of sugar and one teaspoon of peppermint. And I looked at that recipe and was like, okay, the teaspoon of peppermint checks out, but a whole half cup of sugar for three cups of liquid, like that just seemed like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And I figured might as well add like a smaller amount of sugar first. And then as the, uh, like as I add it to my coffee later on, if it needs to be a little sweeter, or if I'm craving something you know, with a little more sugar in it, then maybe then add a little more. But keep the creamer recipe itself less sugary, you know? Better to start small and then add on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Agree. So I cut it back from a whole half cup to one tablespoon. And even one tablespoon of sugar was a lot of sugar. Like it was very sweet. So, I, if I were to make it again, I would probably start with, like, half a tablespoon and then see where it goes from there. Um,
1: well, and I feel like sometimes those creamers, like, not that they have added sweetness, mm-hmm. but just, like, they're just a little bit... Like, sorry, if you're starting with your base creamer, just right. your plain creamer, mm-hmm. are already a little bit sweet. Right, because of the milk. You, right. There's, there's
0: sugar in milk. Like, yeah. Not added sugar, but there's a, you know, compound sugar, you know, you know all that. Lactose, lactose is, is that. a sugar. Yeah. Right. So, um... Back to the dairy thing, I did modify the recipe to work for my dairy needs. Um, So I used, instead of regular milk, I used lactose-free milk. There are a lot of really good options out there. And then instead of regular half and half, I used, I don't remember, the Ripple is the brand name. It's Mm. a pea protein-based milk alternative, which I really liked for this because it was a great flavor. Like, you know, you have like almond milk and coconut milk, and a lot of those, they taste, I mean, they're good, you know, for if you like that, but they have their own flavor, you know, it tastes mm-hmm. like almonds, it tastes like coconuts, which can be good for whatever it is that you're using it for. But if you're looking for something to be more like milk, not nah, I don't personally think that's my preference. You know, I like yeah. to use something that's a little more milk-based, milky tasting. Mm-hmm. Um so this pea protein I found to be like really creamy and really delicious. So I really liked that instead of just the regular half and half. And the one tablespoon of sugar like I said was plenty. Um, and I have already, I've already used it all. And I made it like a week ago, <laughs> maybe a week and a half ago. Uh, and we weren't even here over the weekend too. So that's two whole days, right? <laughs> but I was putting it in my coffee every morning and it was just a little bit of sweetness, you know, to, and peppermint to add to my, my morning routine and make the season feel cozier and Christmasier, even though we live in Texas mm-hmm. and, uh, this past week especially has been in the seventies and hot. Yeah. <laughs> in December. Hot, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's my, that was my first go-to. I really like it. I think it's something that I will continue to make. Because it's also cheaper, too, to make it yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And you can control all the ingredients, which is my favorite part. I get to control what goes in there and then what I'm putting in my own body.
1: Yeah. I would agree. Actually, all of that mm-hmm. and your... Peppermint Mocha, or not Peppermint Mocha, just Peppermint Creamer, Mm -hmm. inspired me to make homemade eggnog about a week ago or so. What a good choice. Yeah, it was so good because similar situation. Mm -hmm. I was at the store and I saw the eggnog and I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to get some. Like I want to try some, have some around for the holiday season. And I was just looking at the ingredients and a lot of the stuff was just like stuff I didn't want in my body. And I looked up a couple recipes at the grocery store and I was like, okay, well... Really should just have milk, uh, egg yolk, mm-hmm. cream, and a few other things. And not, like, chemicals and right. just, like, additives that you just, like, don't need. Yeah, a lot of thickeners. I yeah. I feel like that's in a lot of, like, holiday drinks. Like, the cartons, like,
0: eggnog, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, and they, they add something. They add, what is that, carrageenan? I don't really know. but I, know, I don't know. I know they add things in there that make it thick, thicker and homogenous. Like, that's the main yeah. reason they add it. and. And a lot of it is for looks, too. So, like, when you're looking at the bottle, things aren't, like, separated. Even if that's something that's totally natural. Right. And all you would have to do is shake it up and drink it. You know, it's about aesthetics and about how it looks on the shelf. So, they add this thickener and homogenizer so that it looks nice instead of, you know, just giving you a healthier option.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's really unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. So, I ended up making homemade eggnog, similar to Hannah. Went through... Well, I've been really rationing it, actually. i so yeah, I'm I made it a week ago, and I'm almost done with it. <laughs> <laughs> with rationing. Mm-hmm. But that has... So, I bought some whole milk, heavy cream, and then it had... It also had a half a cup of sugar, and I put a quarter cup of sugar in it. Mm. And it has six egg yolks. I would say the hardest part was like mixing so you heat up the milk and the cream together with some spices nutmeg and things like that and then you add that slowly to the egg yolks and you want to whisk it really fast to make sure that you don't scramble the egg yolks yeah so that's that's definitely something
0: that like if you're not experienced with working with eggs and cooking with them and not in the sense like you're cooking an omelet but like you're baking or cooking and you're using some sort of like hot temperature and you're bringing eggs into it and you don't want to cook the eggs like I know there are a lot of um like cookie recipes or souffle recipes or something like that I know like you you don't want to temper the eggs too early you know or something yeah
1: I don't know I'm not a chef but no I yeah (laughs) I don't know a lot about I don't know a lot about it but I was just like whisking those eggs as fast as I could yeah. and then adding one spoonful at <laughs> a time and I was like oh my gosh I just wish I had one person here to help me so that I will say about that if you find a recipe where I, and I can attach the recipe I used I did modify a little bit with I added more mm-hmm. a cup extra of milk and a cup extra of cream so I had um, two cups of cream and three cups of milk for a quarter cup of sugar. Yes, yeah, so that cuts and the, the sugar s- even more. Right. If think about it. Yeah. Right, and for the six egg yolks. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to make a bit of a bigger batch because I didn't think three cups would last me long <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, but there's plenty of recipes out there that are all simple. Actually, there's a lot that are so that you can make them as like a holiday punch type of drink. Mm. So that if you have people over, like. You make your eggnog. You already you can make the rum into the eggnog, if that makes sense while you're making it. So yeah. you just put in a big bowl and people can just take from that if that's what you would want to use it for. Mm-hmm. You or you also, can even keep it
0: separate. And you could have like, you know, your under twenty one individuals yeah. at the parties can have the non alcoholic eggnog, and then you can also add a little spice.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Or you don't have to add rum that way. You can add whiskey. People mm-hmm. can add what they want. Yeah. So. That's a, another good option with that. I've also been using it as a coffee creamer. Oh, I love it as a coffee creamer. I've used it just yeah. that one time, and I was <laughs> like, man, Kate, you got to make this again. I know. I know. I'm, that's definitely going to become a yearly thing. This is my first year making it. Mm-hmm. but And it's also fun because you can play around with the spices. The yeah. recipe I found – actually, the couple of recipes I found only had adding nutmeg, but I really like spicy things, mm-hmm. as in, like, spices, not heat spicy. <laughs> So I, I, yeah. (laughs) So I added nutmeg, and cloves and cinnamon. Mm. Just just to give it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So that's so far. That's been one of my favorite kind of tying along with that. Yeah, I also think you know you mentioned when
0: you were making it, you would have really liked to have somebody to help you. Like you said, it seemed like a lot. Yes. I I think, like, things like this where you're making stuff at home instead of going out and buying it from the store, I totally understand the convenience of buying something that's pre-made, and there's definitely a time and place for that. But, you know, it's the holidays. It's a great great way to try and find ways to spend time with people by doing an activity. You know, invite a friend over to make cookies together. Invite a friend over to make eggnog, you know, or do it with your family. And then I feel like a lot of stress around the holidays, too, when it comes to like being home with the family. And this also kind of goes back to Thanksgiving too, it's just like food prep
1: and like mm. getting everything
0: together. And so if you can turn like some of the stressful events of the holidays into something that's more fun and an activity that you're with other people and spending quality time with them, you know, you're, you're getting stuff done and being efficient, but also enjoying the people around you. Yeah, so I, think, I think that'd be a great way to like enjoy the recipe even more.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I That's actually funny you bring that up because that's one thing I really love about getting together with my family around the holidays. Mm-hmm. My dad has always been a guy to rope everyone into helping in the kitchen because he really loves cooking. But especially around the holidays, it can get a, a, to be a lot. Yeah, and one person doing it all, it takes like 15 times as long, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're cooking for a big group of people. Yeah, And if you rope... If you ask people to help, normally it's a lot more fun mm-hmm. and people feel like they're doing something useful and then you sit down and have the meal and everyone yeah. is like feels like they contributed. And growing up it was definitely like oh dad I do not want to help. I just want <laughs> to sit and watch TV or go do whatever I need to do, but yeah. now it's and I didn't even realize it until I went home for Thanksgiving or was with my family for Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, but I really really love that about my family. So if your family does that, great. And if they don't, it could be like a fun thing to try yeah well just this weekend you know
0: when we were back at my parents place you know my mom was talking about um the holidays and what it was like to get together with their whole family growing up Mm -hmm. we were were, uh talking about broken dishwashers oh yeah was the topic of discussion and she brought up how like when they would go to i think it was like her grandparents house maybe i don't really remember but Mm -hmm. um big family gatherings cousins and everybody would come and they didn't use a dishwasher they wash dishes by hand and so they would draw straws for you know who had what cleanup activities and so there would be two people you know washing and drying the dishes and you would draw straws for who got these activities right so you could be paired up with somebody who you don't maybe normally talk to as much you know maybe an aunt that you don't talk to as much or an older cousin or something like that and so it, it gives you an opportunity to be efficient and do what you need to do alleviate some of the stress of the holidays while also getting to spend time with people that are in your life and you know maybe we don't dedicate as much time to during the regular year and the regular part of um the season so it's just i don't know i think there are a lot of ways you can get
1: creative with spending time with people while also
0: getting done what you need to get done
1: yeah yeah i love that me too well are there any other little fun drinks you like to do? Um, well, I do have one drink that uh,
0: has always been one of my favorite drinks at the holidays. I love hot chocolate.
1: Oh, I've me too. i always hot
0: chocolate. <laughs> it is one of my favorite drinks. I remember in elementary school um, when Polar Express came out, that movie, mm-hmm. you know, based off the book, you yeah. know, the little children's book. Um, I I just remember, like, watching that scene of, like the, like, the... The hot chocolate on the train, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah. just thinking that that hot chocolate looked so good, and that memory just stuck with me. And I remember <laughs> I was like in second grade or something, and I came home. I was like, Mom, we have to make hot chocolate, and we <laughs> and she broke out, you know, like the little Swiss Miss packets or whatever. And I was like, No, this is disgusting. This isn't what I wanted. Like, we need to make real hot chocolate. So, um, we would always make, you know, kind of just from scratch hot chocolate. After that, you know, we had I don't know. We had the packets in there for like. If you're going to like a baseball game or something you want to bring a mm. hot drink or I don't know something like that but mm-hmm. um we definitely would make a lot of homemade hot chocolate around the holidays um and you know growing up maybe before we became a little more conscious about um about you know eating healthier I think I, th- I think our family was pretty good about eating pretty healthy throughout my childhood and growing up um but there was definitely you know a transition you have three yeah. kids you, you know you're You got kids who like to eat sugar too. You know what I mean? So yeah, there are some things here and there, but, um, you know, we talked a lot about ways to later on, you know, as I got older ways to make some of the things that we enjoy a little bit healthier. And so that's, um, something that I try to do now with like my annual hot chocolate season. Yeah. Um, so usually that just consists of like using a different type of milk to make the hot chocolate. Um, that works for me just with dairy issues and, you know, even if you don't think you have dairy issues, it might be worth it to give it a try because a lot of people don't realize that they have a problem with it until they stop eating and drinking dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of great alternatives out there that don't have a lot of the the homogenizers and the thickeners and things like that. You can find some good brands that don't do that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But but yeah, I recently have been sticking to this one recipe of just a cup of milk because I you know I don't make it in like a big batch because if I did I would just be drinking five cups of hot chocolate a day
1: yeah (laughs) Um, yeah
0: so I make it one cup at a time which is which is great for especially if you you know live in an apartment live by yourself live with a roommate you know you're in college whatever your living situation is or if you're just looking for a little cup of hot chocolate before bed or something like that Um, it's really easy it's just uh, a cup of milk I heat that up in the microwave and then while that's heating up in the microwave I put a Uh, a tablespoon of cocoa powder and then half a tablespoon of your choice of sweetener um i have used like brown sugar which is i i find brown sugar to be probably flavor wise the best because it's like just pure chocolate at that point like while Mm. you're tasting is the cocoa which is really fun but if you're looking for an alternative sugar i also really like maple syrup because i love the the maple flavor in hot cocoa i think the maple chocolate combo is really tasty But if maple's not your thing, you're not a big fan of using maple syrup as a sweetener because I know that's, um, you know, some people's preference. Honey is another great option um, or just like some other like natural kind of sweeteners like I think, you know, stevia is sometimes an option. I'm not a huge fan of stevia. I just, I don't know, never ever was into it, but... Uh, but yeah, maple syrup, honey, those are great options. Or just sticking with um, a, just a little bit of sugar. Because there's nothing there's nothing wrong with sugar. No. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. But just using it in smaller amounts or just recognizing how much you're putting into what you're eating and what you're drinking.
1: Yeah, using it intentionally. Yeah. And yeah. so by putting just,
0: what did I say, half a tablespoon, half a tablespoon of sweetener, I, and I'm only drinking the one cup, I'm not refilling it, I'm just having the one little... Decadent treat, you know, for myself, and I savor it, and I drink it slowly, and I enjoy it, and I'm, and I try to be uh, as silly as it sounds, but I try to be like very present while I'm drinking my hot chocolate, you know. Well,
1: yeah, like I, intentional, yeah, Yeah. I want to really
0: enjoy what I'm eating and what I'm drinking, and I don't want that to be. I don't want it to just be fuel, you know. Yeah. I want it to be something an experience, and because it's part of life. There's a reason why we were born with taste buds. You know what I mean?
1: We were born to experience wonderful things. I think so. Yeah. So that's my my little hot chocolate recipe. Nice. I mean, I've made yeah.
0: It, I've made it a lot.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> similarly to that, I also am obsessed with hot chocolate, mm. and would drink five cups a day. Yes. If I could. So, I found some alternative hot chocolates that I really like. One is from Element, mm-hmm. spelled L-M-N-T, mm-hmm. and this is a salty hot chocolate. So, so more <laughs> on this in a future episode, but to kind of summarize, a lot of us need a lot more salt and electrolytes than we're getting, and Element gives that to you in, in a really healthy way. With It's literally just the salt plus flavor, plus a little stevia. So this is just the sodium, magnesium, potassium, plus a little cocoa powder, plus a little stevia for the regular chocolate. And around the holidays, they come out with some featured flavors or what's that where it's like once a year or something. Oh. I uh, uh, just holiday I'm just specials. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Limited time uh, flavors, limited edition <laughs> flavors. Li- yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever that word that's slipping my mind is. But so this year, so they have had mint chocolate for the last couple of years, which peppermint and chocolate. Mm. I love. So good. <laughs> and this year they also came out with a caramel chocolate, so mm. sal- salted caramel hot chocolate. Yum. Just throwing that out there I haven't tried that one yet Mm -hmm. but the mint chocolate is better than I remember it the regular hot chocolate is so good and the great thing about these is you can add them to other drinks so if you wanted a peppermint mocha at home a great way to make that would be to do a little bit of coffee and then throw your mint chocolate element in there and then add a little bit of milk boom done genius DIY healthy peppermint mocha with just a little bit of stevia from the element yeah so or even like a caramel chocolate mocha. Wait, caramel caramel Carmel. mocha. <laughs> caramel mocha. Yeah, mocha has chocolate. So right,
0: mocha caramel. Yeah,
1: something? I don't know <laughs> something like that. Um, and actually, when I got my element this time, and ordered their chocolate variety pack. They it came with a bunch of recipes. Mm. So you so, tried any of them yet? No, but they're all very simple. Like okay. like the peppermint like the mocha. Mm-hmm. They actually had one that was really interesting. It was a caramel sauce, so oh. instead of and the people who started Element are keto and be, like really align with that diet. Mm-hmm. So this is this caramel sauce is I was looking at it's like butter and sugar I think or not sugar butter and I think a sugar alternative mm. like honey or maple syrup or honey. Yeah, something like that, and then you mix it. Mix that together on the stove, oh. let that melt, and then add your salted caramel chocolate element. Mm. And then that's your little caramel. So... I mean, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds really good. Keto
0: diet or not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, just fat and Mm -hmm. minimal carbs, I guess, is what's meant by that. But yeah. So that's one of my favorite chocolates. Another one I found... I also found this one last year is Organifi Mm -hmm. also makes a limited edition wintertime seasonal maybe seasonal <laughs> oh my gosh i think that's the word i was looking for they also make a seasonal drink mm-hmm. and organifi their their goal is to like to yeah what is, is Organify? so organifi is this juice company but they have all their juices in powder form so you just mix them with water and it's kind of like if you were going to order a bunch of like suja juice or Mm -hmm. something like that from the store instead of paying like seven dollars for a juice at in the grocery store or out Mm because you can pay up to like fifteen dollars i feel like for some juices i know i'm thinking about like at the farmer's market yeah we pay ten dollars
0: ten dollar juice
1: (laughs) yeah and then if you're in a city that is like york or something yeah cost of living is just higher yeah it could be a lot more so organifi they have juices but they're on powder form and you can get them it's a 30-day supply and they have a gold one but in the winter time it's chocolate gold so you just mix it with some hot water and it tastes like hot chocolate Mm -hmm. so
0: what is the gold flavor
1: it's well is that the one you had at thanksgiving time or like fall time so in the fall they do Mm -hmm. a pumpkin spice gold i don't know what the gold means the gold is their like before bread before bed rest and relaxation. Juice. Okay. So they have like an energy juice. Mm-hmm. They have like a it's for the mornings. They have like a afternoon juice. Mm-hmm. They have like a green juice. Then Got they have a lot gold of juice. Right. You so can, the gold one's like for calming before bed. So exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. So I thought, perfect, I'll get the chocolate one mm-hmm. and I'll try have that before bed because I always love hot chocolate kinda in the evening mm-hmm. time. You know, after kind of a long day. Yeah. Anyway, so I find that one to be another really good hot chocolate alternative, if you want an alternative. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that I think that's a great
1: option. I the one time that I
0: tried it, the it was it was the pumpkin spice one. I think. Mm, yeah. And it was so good. Like I, I don't normally buy like, those kinds of drink mixes, just because, like, I don't know, I don't know, I'm a little picky about something, so you know, like, mm, I am like i do not really love it, so I don't really want to buy a whole thing of it, you know right. what I mean? yeah. And this was definitely something where I was like, mm, I am gonna order that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, so do recommend from someone who's a skeptic.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that, honestly, their pumpkin spice one could be the best one, because the ingredients they already add into it, I feel like align with pumpkin spice, because it's, like, mm-hmm. got, like, turmeric, and adaptogen mushrooms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Does it already which, have the cinnamon and things like that in there I think it. I think it does. Yeah. So then you add the pumpkin spice part yeah. and you just enhance all that. So I think the pumpkin Delicious. spice is probably the best. Mm. But I do love the chocolate too. No yeah. complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in addition to drinks around the
0: holiday season, one of the things for me that makes Christmas and holidays like very – christmasy is cookies Mm, i i love love christmas cookies yes you were telling me you cannot resist a cookie sometimes (laughs) it's hard it is hard um but just growing up you know we had like my grandma's cookie recipe that we would make every year it was just these classic sugar cookies you know decorate them with icing and have fun with that and then we would make the little like thumbprint cookies or we'd make like peanut butter cookies or chocolate Mm. cookies things like that and um, and then, when I started having to eat uh, a gluten free diet, you know, many, many moons ago, um, it was really hard to find good recipes for cookies that were flourless. You know, because back when I started doing this, they didn't really have a lot of options for um, gluten free flours and things like that. Um, a lot of that was still kind of low key, you know, wasn't as much of a fad. So, yeah. Um, now it's a lot better. There are a lot of options out there. So, I can kind of go back to using um, just gluten free flour for like making traditional cookie recipes and they come out pretty good but there are still some classic cookie recipes that um, that I started making probably seven or eight years ago when I started following this diet Um, and they're they're now like a staple for me for Christmas season so um, one of my favorites it's uh, like a chocolate peppermint cookie um Mm. and it's really easy to make these cookies just flourless so you don't have to have any flour so they're already gluten-free you're not using like an almond flour or like a rice flour or something like that so this is great for if you are unsure of like how to make things gluten-free you've got gluten-free friends or something like that you're like you know what i cut all the flour out there's nothing to be worried about (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it uses uh nut butter so i like to make it with almond butter um maple syrup as the sweetener cocoa powder uh, vanilla, a little bit of peppermint, and then your standard, like, add an egg, add some baking soda. Um, and then if you would like, which I always like to, add chocolate chips, you mm. know, make it a little extra gooey. Mm-hmm. And then um, some little, like, br- break up, like, a candy cane and, mm. like, sprinkle the candy cane on top. So it's like, a little, a little bit of different texture, a little different peppermint kind of flavor in there. But they're just, they're so good. I just love the mint chocolate flavor, too. Like, that's one of my favorite flavors at Christmas time. So yeah. these cookies really satisfy that for me. And um and I you know, keep in mind they're still cookies, they're still sweet, they're still sugary, they're still like a you know, kind of a treat. Yeah. yeah. But um but they're you again kind of going back to like you know what's in them. Mm-hmm. You made them, you know the ingredients, you know what you're putting in the cookies and then what you're putting into your body. So I think that's that's just a big part of it.
1: Yeah, and I think sometimes things taste a little better when you have made it yourself. Like mm-hmm. my eggnog, for example, <laughs> I just like think it's the greatest thing in the world. Mm, I think it's, the it's the flavor of effort. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think that effort has a flavor. I really think it does. Let's
0: just start putting that on the
1: ingredients. Effort on. has a flavor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that. those cookies sound really good. I also love cookies. One cookie that I found this year that I thought was just so interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely going to try to make our cinnamon roll cookies. Mm. That sounds really good. Yeah. Now, these are like your
0: regular... Regular cookies. Regular
1: cookies, not gluten-free, not made healthier. I found them on Half-Baked Harvest's website. We love Surprise. (laughs) And I'll link the recipe in the show notes. But... And I haven't made them yet, so I can't tell you exactly how to make them. But what you kind of do is you... Take some soft butter and your cinnamon and your sugar and you blend all that and then you have little crumbles of that that you freeze mm. and you make the cookie dough while that's freezing and then you mix that back into the cookie dough. So mm. then when you bake the cookies, you have these swirls of cinnamon and sugar. Yeah. These little pockets. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I don't know. I'm so excited to taste that. And then you make a little icing for them. It's a cream cheese icing. Oh, I love cream cheese icing. Yeah. So, I'm very excited so for that. Good. I'm definitely planning on make it, making it for my family. I might make it one more time for some other friends, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of cookie making. So, we'll see. That's we'll fair. see.
0: Yeah, I will say, so my sister, she loves to bake. She's very talented. Um, everything she makes is always so delicious. So, she's definitely the, the baker of the family. Um, so, it's always fun to come home at Christmas time, you know, and all, all the kids come back to the house and... Um, first thing that's going on is Suzanne starts making cookies and oh. treats and things, which, you know, can sometimes be a little overwhelming. It's like, whoa, that's a lot of, a lot of cookies are out on the counter right now. Um, but it also kind of going back to what we were saying before, it's just, it's way more fun to start making cookies and, and getting in on like the baking and everything when we're doing it together. Yeah. You know, like I'm not nearly as talented as she is at, at making things and baking and whatnot, but It's fun, and I don't get frustrated by it when something doesn't turn out the way I want it to because I'm doing it with my family and people that I love, and now it's an activity. So even if the cookies don't turn out, we had a good time making them.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And kind of to that point with, like, having a lot of cookies sitting out, if you're a snacker. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely am. I am, too. And if stuff is sitting out, I'm going to eat it. One little tip for not just filling up on cookies is to have a few other snacks out as well. Like yeah. maybe some fruit, some cheese, hummus and veggies, yeah. things like that. Or maybe little, I don't know, like char- like charcuterie with like the yeah, meats like and, the stuff. Cheese and, so- meat and Yeah, like the cheese yeah, yeah, and yeah. grapes and nuts and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. That way when you reach for something, you can choose to reach for a cookie. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, enjoy. And you can also have other options for when you're like, well, I do want a snack, Mm -hmm. But all that's out is cookies. Yeah, you know, so you don't you can avoid that situation.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. I also feel like I don't know all the neuroscience and you know the psychology behind um, the processes of like decision making Mm. and like the willpower that kind of goes into it. But if you're thinking about it and you have snacks out on the table, you know, it's I think a lot easier. You know, and this could be... Maybe maybe psychology says otherwise, but from my personal experience, if I've already made the decision that I want a snack, it's a lot easier to say, I'll have this snack instead of this snack, versus I've made the decision, I want a snack, and then making the decision to say, no, I'm not going to have a snack.
1: You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think that is hard. Actually, I employed this exact strategy yesterday when mm. <laughs> after the race, you're just kind of hanging out in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of different snacks on the table and there was, I think, the cinnamon roll and I didn't really want it. Yeah. Like, because it was, it was just not, it right. wasn't cooked right. Right. So I was like, okay, I was going to eat it, but then I'm not just going to pick at it yeah. because it's not cooked right. Right. But I was able to do that because there was a plethora of other snacks yeah. out. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to eat a little bit of cheese. Mm-hmm. There's some Brussels sprouts um, out. Lot I had a few options. of those. So I'm, from personal experience, it is a lot easier to just, Switch snacks, <laughs> yeah. But definitely, uh, also I also would have had like a few bites of the cinnamon roll. Yeah,
0: and and again, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing right. wrong with having treats at the holidays. Like, that's part of what makes the holiday season feel like the holiday season. Yeah, you know when you like peppermint. You know, I love peppermint. Yeah. So when when I get to have something a little sweet with a little peppermint, in it, it feels like the holidays, and it brings me a lot of joy. And and that's yeah. a huge part of experiencing food you know mm-hmm. it's not just about the like the compounds and the chemicals and exactly breaking it down to the nutrients that you need you know yeah when, when you start thinking, it of, yeah when you yeah. start thinking of food that way you stop enjoying it and and that's yeah. a whole part of your life that you're not enjoying anymore
1: yeah so there's so many ways that you can make food healthy and enjoyable yeah mm-hmm. I agree and not setting yeah and to that point I mean I feel like most of us indulge at least some in the holidays Mm -hmm. and not setting goals if you know that coming or feel that coming Mm -hmm. not being like okay i'm not gonna do it or oh i guess i'm just gonna cheat this holiday season because it's not cheating to enjoy a few treats that only come around once a year yeah just it's more about in my mind actually enjoying them and not getting caught up in like oh my god like I had five cookies today I'm just like not sticking to my diet I'm not sticking to what I said I was gonna do and just just setting yourself up for disappointment so like I'm one thing I'm definitely gonna do is say okay I'm gonna stick to my workout routine that I already have in place Mm -hmm. easy I'm gonna fill up on real food so if I'm actually hungry I'm not just gonna reach for a cookie that might be on the table. Yeah. I'm gonna get a a meal in or a small a small meal, but mm-hmm. not just filling up on that stuff and just enjoying that here and there. Yeah, which for me helps me to not just be like, oh my god, I had 25 cookies. <laughs> no, that is so helpful. Like to that
0: note, there was like a couple weeks ago where I had, we we were stressed with school, didn't have time to, like, go grocery shopping, and I was running pretty low on (laughs) food and fridge. But I I did have a whole bag of chocolate chips in the pantry, and I was, like, during the day, we'd be home all day studying, and I'd be like, oh, I just really want a snack right now. And, like, the only thing that I had as, like, a snack without, you know, straight up cooking vegetables or something like that, like, was this little bag of chocolate chips in the pantry. (laughs) And so there was, like, a whole day where every time I got up and wanted a snack, you know, every, like two hours or something like that. I'd go to the pantry and get a little handful of chocolate chips. And then by the end of the day, I was like, how, how many chocolate chips have I had today?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> so, yeah, just, like, setting yourself up, like, putting yourself in a place where the food in front of you is going to fuel you and you're not only filling up on the treats. Because I also feel like, kind of back to the psychology thing, like, if you set yourself up with that idea of, okay, I'm not going to have any cookies at all. And then as soon as you have one cookie, you kind of just fall apart. You're like, well, I've already had one cookie. Might as well just have as many as I want. And then you're just stuffing your face with cookies. I've and then you're not into even, that trap. And then you're not even enjoying the cookies. You yeah. Know? Or it's like, you feel like, oh, these cookies only come around once a year. I should really have as many as I want. And then you don't even enjoy every cookie because you're just like, oh, they're so, so good. Eat, eat, eat. You know? Right,
1: yeah. I mean, I've definitely been in that position. Oh, 100%. Both of those positions. And, like, to the once-a-year point, if you really want them in... July, you can make them in July. It's yeah. not like they actually only come around once Absolutely. Food. You know, so if that's, like, a concern of yours, it's okay. Don't stress. Yeah. You can still make the recipe. You can make
0: your own <laughs> rules about holiday treats. They sell peppermint
1: tea all year round. They, they do. Yeah, which is one great way I like to have peppermint around the holidays. That's just – it's literally – peppermint tea leaves and water
0: yeah and it's delicious and it's decaffeinated so you can have it any time of day without you know affecting your awakeness or your sleep later on yeah Um, yeah i i love peppermint tea i think it's also a great uh thing to just have in your hand during the day Mm. just like a hot cup of something like a hot drink oh yeah it's christmas time yeah
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's very aromatic, so having it in a hot cup with mm-hmm. you throughout the day, you, at mm-hmm. least you can smell it all day. Yeah. You can drink it. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. And also, <laughs> a lot of times
0: around the holidays, around winter time, people maybe come down with a little bit of a cold, mm. you know, a little decongestant from that peppermint. It's really oh nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but just like. During the holidays, like I just love hot drinks and I don't want to drink five cups of hot chocolate a day because yeah. I would. I would do that. I would too. So instead, I like to have, you know, a cup of coffee maybe or even decaf coffee and add like, you know, a little bit of peppermint creamer to it. And mm-hmm. so it's just a little bit of sweet, a little bit of that satisfying flavor um, or have a cup of peppermint tea have a couple cups of peppermint tea throughout the day because you know you have you have that option and you can have that hot drink and enjoy the coziness of that experience without drinking a cup of sugar
1: yeah i agree i think yeah i think and it's kind of fun to get creative Mm -hmm. like if you go to the grocery store there are a lot of different extracts Instead of oh, yes. the chestnut praline latte you might get from Starbucks, mm-hmm. I wonder like there's almond extract. What, like I was literally just thinking about this before the show. Mm-hmm. What cool fun drinks or creamers or something could I make with almond extract? Yeah, I'm sure there. I'm sure there are a ton. Yeah, it can be fun. It doesn't have to be like oh my gosh I have to be healthy. <gasps> I can't do X Y Z blah blah blah. blah. No, yeah. it's like how can I make something really cool and fun? And then brag about it to all my friends. Yes, (laughs) and then the more that you are curious and creative
0: and learn about this stuff, you can learn so many different techniques about cooking, and then you can start incorporating those ideas into other things that you make. Like, we've, you know, we made that sage butter. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, Yes, we made this browned butter with sage in it. It was just so good. It was for this one particular recipe. Yeah. And we've talked about... Haven't totally implemented yet, but the, we have the tool in our toolbox now of like knowing yeah. how to make that. Yeah. Um, and then you know you talked about the technique with uh, tempering the eggs. I think it's
1: what it's yeah. called. Yeah. So now
0: you know how to do that when you yeah. make your eggnog. So the more that you get creative and learn and experience, like you're not only experiencing that for that one time that you're making that recipe, you're you're building your toolbox of skills for being you know a little personal chef
1: (laughs) yeah well and you never know when some of this might come in handy one day when yeah when you might need to make something for someone and you don't really want to buy it or you Mm -hmm. can't find a good one that you like because I know for me I'm particular about some things that I buy like for example like Cheesecakes. I pretty much, if I ever need to have a cheesecake for anything, which I haven't yet, but in the future, if I do, the occasion that I need a cheesecake, yeah, I can make a pretty good cheesecake. Yeah, so I will be making it. I don't know, like if you, if you want to impress people with something, and and that probably depends on where you are in your life, but.
0: Yeah. You know, well I also think about fun. like down the line, you know, when hopefully I'm married at some point mm. and have a family. Like yeah. as a family we'll be making dinner together a lot and we'll be cooking a lot more yeah. and I'm gonna have to have some skills. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty self sufficient now, you know. I yeah. But I right now I just make what I like. So right. what if down the line, you know, I wanna throw a dinner party for all of my thirty five year old friends and I, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanna be able to have skills that a 35 year old person should have, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ten years from now, maybe,
1: but. Yeah. It it's not just going to magically happen, you know. You gotta right. You gotta have those experiences to build those skills. Yeah, and it makes it a lot easier if you build those skills one one or two skills a year. Even. Yeah. Like one or two skills a year for ten years. That's twenty. Yeah. Ten to twenty skills, and if you do it at the holiday time, like then it's even more fun. Yeah, and if you do it at the holiday time, you do it every year. Theoretically, Yeah. So then you practice those skills, you build them, and so mm-hmm. then when you're a little older, you're like, oh, yeah, I got this, and you can apply it to different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I only had a couple other things to add. Yeah. About things for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, just two little things. One was just to make things feel more Christmassy. I know we talked about this a little bit with the extracts, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to add things like cinnamon or mm. nutmeg or a little bit of brown sugar or something like that yeah. to make something have what we would consider a Christmas flavor, you know, yeah. giving it that Christmassy feel. And you can add that to stuff that you're already eating and drinking already, that's already a part of your your diet, you know, assuming that you're trying to build healthy diets already. So that way you're not derailing yourself. You're just changing it a little bit like yeah. I I have a cup of coffee pretty much every morning and so I that's where the peppermint creamer came in so I didn't change this whole routine of not having coffee anymore or instead having this crazy sugary drink I just now with my daily cup of coffee I have a little peppermint creamer with it
1: yeah you know things like that makes it easy and still really delicious and yes. healthy yeah and you can incorporate
0: it very easily into your tea which is great and mm-hmm. that also means when Christmas season is over and you're not really into the peppermint feel anymore. It's a. It's not like you're losing a whole part of your daily routine,
1: right? You know, yeah. And that's another that's true. That's a good point. And then
0: just the last thing is a little more off topic, but soup, soup is oh. great. Soup is a great wintry, cozy meal. Yeah, and it's so easy. So you don't yeah. have to go out and buy canned soup that are that's full of salt and not necessarily the best option. It's not a horrible option, but it's not always the best option. Mm-hmm. You know. You can make soup so easily from home with just whatever leftover vegetables frozen meat you have in your freezer and fridge you know just whatever you have in there that you need to use up you just throw it in a pot and throw some chicken stock in there and boom you've got soup
1: yeah well when we were home or sorry home at your home it's your home (laughs) it's okay (laughs) your mom made well she made tomato soup with just a bunch of canned tomatoes and Mm -hmm. some Tony's and a couple other things and it was delicious and the Mm -hmm. other soup coconut milk yeah yeah the other soup she had was she said it was chicken soup so I'm assuming it was chicken broth but she put hamburger meat in it Mm -hmm. and it was so good yeah I was not expecting that I was just like ooh, another hamburger piece delicious
0: (laughs) just a little ground beef you know just toss it in yeah yeah so you can really get creative with it I mean I feel like there are no rules with soup you yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't realize until this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you can, soup can be anything, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it kind of goes back to the whole idea of you're making it yourself. You can make it. It's a lot easier than you think it is. And you know what you're putting in there. Right. You know what the ingredients are. So you know what you're putting into your body. So I think when it comes to, you know, creating a diet for yourself of like just what you eat like what your diet is not like a keto diet or whatever you know like what what kind of foods you generally eat i feel like the most important thing is just knowing what you're eating yeah and it's easy to not know just the way things are hidden on labels and packages and stuff like that especially at christmas time
1: yeah and because you don't really know what you're getting until you read the ingredients Mm -hmm. things can be labeled however they want to label them there's no regulation on that so you yeah. gotta, when you look at the ingredients it's sometimes disappointing and this is a really great way to just do your own thing not be disappointed by silly labels and ingredients and yeah yeah so anyway that's what we had for you today yeah there you go some tips and tricks on holiday treats yeah <laughs> thanks for listening and if you would leave us a review that would be much appreciated <laughs> <laughs> That'd be thank great. you and happy holidays happy holidays